When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. On this week's episode, we learn why you don't smoke on a spaceship. Annie gets a new job as a janitor. Whitney Houston pops through for a song about her favourite convenience foods. And Will finally gets a dinner date. This is Mysteries of the Unexplained. Tops and welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained. It is I, the Queen, the Raja, the She Goat, Annie. <laughs> you just dragged yourself, <laughs> She Goat, and I am the uh, ravishing people's princess, the Julia Roberts of the podcasting world in male form. Um, will, will, just will. Oh. Yeah, 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 because I actually heard now that Julia Roberts is all sweetness and light on the outside, but you wouldn't want to meet her there in a dark alleyway, if you know what I mean. That's all you got, lady. Two, <laughs> two something and two fucking ugly shoots or something. How are you, my darling? Oh, I'm great. I'm absolutely great. Um, Ireland is entering into a pure autumnal state, autumnal state, and oh, we have the... The misty, uh, the misty, rainy, kind of misty rain um, mm. and that kind of heavy blanket which has come over, which just makes you want to be um, asleep for all the day, really. Yeah, um, Until totally. it gets sunny again, probably on February the 21st <laughs> for half an hour and then we'll slowly progress into summer. I feel William's old SAD kicking in. <laughs> but I um yeah, like we got into proper autumn like in like in space of one day. It was like bam, it's here. Um I have to say though I'm kinda loving it. I kinda love this weather. Now not that misty kind of rain that's like you look out the window and you're like, Oh, but it's not raining, but everything's saturated and then you go outside for five minutes and you're like, I drowned it. And it's not the kind of rain that you can even protect yourself with from from with an umbrella because it actually nearly comes up off the ground. Yeah. It blows from all directions and 
It gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It just gets everywhere. Um, I kind of do love this weather and like the spooky, wooky kind of dark evenings are drawing in and cold. And I think the thing is, I just love winter clothes and I love having 20 layers on me. You love being protected from the elements, do you? Kind of in a Pantene mm-hmm. commercial where you're outside and your hair is blowing, <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> God, my hair hasn't blown since I was like about five. It's just like concrete now at this stage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is upon us, my darlings. And spooky season is here and we are preparing for some Halloween treats. But you will have to keep them up our sleeves a little bit longer. Um, But I have a great story for you today. I was just so funny. I was just saying to Will there before we rolled. So obviously... We don't show each other the stories because, you know, it's that element of surprise, darling, that keeps you on your feet, love. Um, but I just got him to scroll down through the document and I was like, and then you've got to be this and then you've got to be this and then you've got to be this and then you've got to be this. And Will was like, oh, OK, <laughs> just all right. Well, and then I was like, but I'm ruining the story. I was like, but don't read any of the text. You can't read the text now. I can only give you a slight hint as to um, the type of personality you're trying to embody. Isn't that it? That's it. And now they're going to be all jumbled in my head. See, it's lucky dip of what <laughs> yeah, you're going to get. Totally. I know. <laughs> lucky dip. It doesn't really matter that I put directions in front of them no. in italics because you're just going to do whatever comes into your fucking head. Whatever Annie, I channel, you? Annie. Whatever I channel. I'm a clairvoyant. <laughs> clairaudience and Claire Essence. Oh, Blair St. Clair. You're a little bit Blair St. Clair as well. And... Claire all hair <laughs> You definitely need some. <laughs> I do. Get rid of the grey. My mum was telling me about there, just before, just quickly, my mum was telling me about like the days when all the men used to put shoe polish in their hair, like before they went out to the dances and stuff. And she said then that like, oh, they'd have to be sake. real careful that they weren't like dancing too hard or sweating too much because they'd have like black rivers running down their forehead. Oh my God. That's tragic, isn't it? I know, but just like men have been at it for years, the same as women. Don't you be pretending that you don't care about that do. <laughs> Who are you oh, talking sorry, to? Sorry, I'm actually kind of talking to myself there. Anyway, listen, right. This story is called The Return of the Man from Venus. Um, yes, he's already been here before. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. You're just going to kind of have to hold on to your trainer bras and uh, just go with me with this son. OK, here we go. I had been investigating the phenomenon of sauces for some time and had written about my meeting with an extraterrestrial in the book Flying Saucers Have Landed a few months earlier when I flew to L.A. to carry out more work. And I had this constant and unerring feeling that something was about to happen there. I was in the hotel lobby late one night and had just said goodbye to an old friend I had met for drinks when I was approached by two men, one of whom addressed me by name. Both appeared to be young businessmen of a certain type and because I had by then been on many TV and radio shows I was known quite well in that particular hotel. This wasn't really anything out of the ordinary. They could have known me from anywhere. The shorter man, who had called my name, reached out to shake my hand. And as I took it, I was immediately filled with a feeling of immense joy. It was exactly the same feeling I had experienced with the man I had met in the desert on that fateful day in 1952. And I knew right away that these were no inhabitants of this earth. 
I was being visited yet again. The younger man then said, We were to meet you. Do you have time to come with us? <laughs> I immediately replied, I place myself entirely in your hands. Oh, you've said that before. I followed them out of the hotel lobby and into the car, and we all sat in the front seat as we drove silently out into the L.A. hills. It may seem like sheer madness to willingly be led away into the night by complete strangers, but I had the impression that these beings were true friends. Finally, the taller man spoke for the first time. You have been very patient. We know how much you were wondering who we are. And where we're taking you. <laughs> I acknowledged that yes, I was very curious, but I was also happy to wait for this information. The speaker smiled and nodded at the driver. He is from the planet you call Mars, and I am from one you call Saturn. <laughs> His English was perfect, and he spoke softly and politely, as did the other. I wondered how and where they had mastered the language. As soon as the thought passed through my mind, the Martian seemed to recognise it and answer it. We are what you call here on Earth. You might call us contact men. We live and work here on Earth because, as you know, it is necessary on Earth to earn money with which to buy clothing and many things people must have. We have lived on your planet for several years now. At first we had a slight accent, but as you can see, that has been overcome. Has it? <laughs> has it have been overcome because you sound Russian? I think... I think um, from a small village in northern Russia, and you've came to live in America for a couple of years or something. But okay, I you've overcome the accent. I realise it sounds terrible. It's totally Russian. I'm sorry. Now go on. This is your line. Line. We understand you people better than most of you know yourselves, and can plainly see the reasons for many of your unhappy conditions. We are allowed brief visits to our home planets. We are aware that you have faced much ridicule and criticism for your persistence in proclaiming the reality of human life on other planets. It is dangerous indeed. If people found out that... <laughs> if people found out that our homes were other planets, we would be labelled as insane... <laughs> Bit of a drinker. Bit of a drinker. Likes to drink, so he's crazy. Because if you like a drink, you're crazy. I love the way they're like as well. Oh, we just have normal jobs. Like, oh, we have to, because on Earth you have to. So you there's no benefits from being from Saturn or Mars at all. You still have to go into the nine to five and go home to the middle. There's no the free ride here, girl. Oh, there's that. no free ride here. <laughs> Win the lotto is the only free ride now. I, I, I'm from another planet, but I'm still doing the weekly lotto because it's going to be my only way out. My only way out of the yeah. drudgery of everyday life. <gasps> this fella, this, Mar this, this fucking Martian's on his second mortgage. Stop. As we drove, they went on to tell me that they had visited many, many men in different parts of the earth. That some people spoke of their experiences and some people chose to stay silent out of fear. 
but that the book I was currently writing would encourage people to come to me with their experiences. We drove out into the desert for maybe about an hour and a half and I was deep in thought about the sheer import of this night when the Martian said, We have a surprise for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to human. Happy birthday dear human. Happy birthday to human. Oh, you're such a lovely friend. Thank you. I cannot afford a present as I work in Walmart. Yeah, I have no <laughs> present as I work everywhere. And we didn't know what type of cake you'd like, so here's some dirt. Narrator voice. We turned down a smaller road and drove for maybe 15 minutes. And then I saw a soft white glow in the distance. And it slowly came into view as emanating from an object on the ground. We stopped within 50 feet of it and I could see it very clearly. It was about 15 to 20 feet high and looked very much like the first saucer I had ever seen. There was a man standing beside it. And to my great joy, I realised it was my old friend, the Venusian. His smile made it clear that he was happy to see me too. As we were coming down, a small part of my ship broke off. I was just fixing it as I waited for you to arrive. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to human. <laughs> okay, th- this this Venusian appears to be Boris Johnson, but okay, like we're going to go with it. We're going with it. I hope you have all these characters in your head now, lads. I love the way your stage direction there was Venus slight accent because I know what people from Venus's accent is like. Yeah, like I, th- I think that's a good stage <laughs> direction, no? He's from Phoenix, he's got a slight accent. Well, you're doing a fucking tough accent from England anyway, so you just do whatever you want there, love. But sure, nobody knows what their accent is like on Venus, so it could be absolutely Yeah, give me some artistic liberty there. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually... And I'll I'm actually take it. it I'm sorry. I regret my decision. I'm taking it back. <laughs> Northumberland <laughs> voice, please. I looked at the ship and then down to the ground, where a small bit of molten metal, apparently from the ship, was on the ground. It was still warm, but not too hot to handle. I carefully took a handkerchief from my pocket and wrapped the metal in it. Oh, what do you want that for? My friend from Venus asked. I explained that it might help me prove their existence if I had some concrete evidence. He smiled. Yes, you are a race of trophy hunters, aren't you? But I'm afraid you will find that that alloy contains all the metals found on Earth since they are much the same on all planets, really. Interesting, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Tough, tough, tough. I really have some tea, old chap. Then my friends, who I I was later to name Furcon, Orthon and Ramu, took me on a tour of their ships the smaller one and the much bigger one awaiting us in the sky. Now, there follows about five chapters of uh, very detailed technical aspects of the ships and the author's theory about how they worked, including diagrams. I will show you some of these diagrams. They mean fuck all to me. And I think that you might be more interested in the fact that we're about to meet some of the sexy lady aliens. Ooh. Ooh. 
As I stepped through the doorway into the luxurious lounge, he's on the ship right now, by the way, and they have a lounge. It sounds to me like a kind of high-end kind of bar, like, you know, somewhere fancy that you'd go for a first date if you were trying to impress somebody. Mm. Yeah. I was very surprised and delighted to see two incredibly lovely young women arise from one of the divans and come to greet us. This was an incredible surprise for me, as for some reason I had never pictured women as space travellers. So let me just say Come out of the stone age please 1953 sexism Even sexism amongst alien races Was very 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 much alive at the time I didn't think that women could be aliens Oh but you believe in Interplanetary like travel But just not in women being Oh yeah okay great Their very presence And extraordinary beauty Was overwhelming The first lovely lady went away and returned with a small goblet of what tasted like water, but was far more luxuriant than any water here on earth. The little blonde was very small and wore tiny golden sandals under a flowing veil, like a robe, cinched at the waist with a bejeweled belt. It was actually a a Grecian dress that I had on that day. (laughs) He got that wrong, but it's actually just a Grecian... Um, a lovely kind of flowy thing. I got it in the boutique on um, Saturn. <laughs> and it was lovely, I have to say. Got in a sale. Sorry, go on. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were really in that year on Saturn, weren't they? Mm. Cinched at the waist with a bejeweled belt, as did her brunette companion. Neither of them could have been more than 20 and each of their features was perfect in every way. Although I noticed that they were completely free of any makeup or paint of any kind. Their lips were a natural deep red. I learned that one of them, Kalna, was from Venus. Her friend, Furcon, from Mars. I was motioned to sit down on one of the many settees and divans that were scattered around the room all of which were beautiful and elegant and far superior to any of the furnishings on earth, as were the little ornamental glass tables that accompanied them. I did not, however, see any ashtrays anywhere and therefore decided that these space beings did not indulge in tobacco. Jesus Christ. I was like, can I have a fag here? Tickle. <laughs> this fella is a tickle. Did he? Did he wrote a book? Did he? I'm sorry. I'm going to have a best-selling book next year. I, if this, if this monkey man can 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 uh, have a book out, imagine what I could do. Imagine this is Will, ridiculous. if you could only type. If you could only touch type, I swear to God, you'd be away in a hack. This fella, I'll tell you about him afterwards, lads, was like, this fella was revered by a load of, uh, yeah, I'll tell you the story afterwards. Observing my thoughts, the little lady, and he keeps saying this, the little blonde, the little lady. Cretin. cretin, Absolute cretin. cretin. Observing my thoughts, the little lady from Venus said, You may smoke if you like. I will get you a receptacle for your ashes. You see, uh, only Earth people indulge in that odd habit. Mm. Mm, sexy alien. Mm. <laughs> Very sexy. I'm a, uh, my stage direction was sexy alien girl. <laughs> Daddy. 
I was then taken on a journey into outer space in the ship and surprised to find out that Valna, one of the ladies, was actually a pilot on this particular ship and was taking charge oh. tonight. Oh. And it was all oh being done God. for my benefit. They were taking me on my first trip on a saucer and it was mind-bending. Um, yeah, he goes into space for about an hour there. I'm not that interested in it. Like, he's talking about space stuff, whatever. Later on, on the descent back to Earth, I was asked to sit again in the opulent lounge area. He keeps going on about how their lounge is nice. That is not the best thing that's happening here. You're on an alien spacecraft. <laughs> they had a really nice bar. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, oh, the upholstery on this couch is absolutely wonderful. He actually went in. He actually went into detail about the upholstery. I'm not even going to lie, but I was. Are you yeah. messing? No, he was just like very. I'm very beginning to think this is just the a documented case of a brain aneurysm. This is just, do you know what's happened? And he's just made up this whole. Maybe he's just thing, actually he? a furniture salesman. And he just wants to say that, like, he has um, he has replicated these couches these with the most amazing material he's ever seen. And he's selling them out of a warehouse there in downtown Florida. And uh, you can get them. Where do you get these stories? I'm telling you. I feel you. like you have made I'd, this. <laughs> I did rewrite it, but this is all in the book, I'm telling you. And it will blow your mind that this man sold not even one, but two books. Famous books. It was 1953, Will, so, you know, like, wind your neck in. Later on in the descent back to Earth, I was asked to sit again in the opulent lounge area in order to meet with another individual, a being I shall call the Master. The room was silent for, for, for some time, and then the Master slowly spoke. Our main purpose in coming to you today, at this time, is to warn you of a grave danger which threatens many of you on earth today. Your people may accept the knowledge we give to them through you today, or they can turn a deaf ear and destroy themselves. The choice is with the earth inhabitants. We cannot dictate. If you continue to use bombs that fill the atmosphere of your earth with the poisonous gases, you risk not only destroying a large part of the earth's population, but destroying the balance in the galaxy itself. We, of course, have powers that could nullify your weapons and your peoples with our superior technology. But remember what you have learned here, too. We do not harm other beings. Even in self-defence, there is nothing wrong with your art or its people, except that their lack of understanding, they are young children in the universal life of the one supreme being. <laughs> Welcome to Mysteries of the Unexplained. Each of you have brought with us something very unique. You must follow my every word, and my trusted janitor, Annie Gann, will help you on that journey. <laughs> oh my god, you'd make a great cult leader. Do you want to set it up? We have a few followers already. Fuck it, let's do it. Annie, please clean up the feces that that lady <laughs> has expelled from her body. She is more worthy than you. Please remove her feces with your fingers. Thank you. <laughs> Jan, I've been demoted to janitor. No. <laughs> Can I get more money for bleach? <laughs> I still would be the fucking janitor. 
As I was descending into the Earth's atmosphere once again, I was so sad at leaving my friends and I had an overwhelming feeling that I did not wish to leave. In an impossibly short amount of time, Valna said, Here we are again, back on Earth. But this time the craft did not settle on the ground, but remained six inches above it. Ramu, my old friend from Venus, said that he couldn't drive with me and the others back to the city, but assured me that we would see each other again in the future. I stepped off the ship and back onto planet Earth. The drive back to LA was a long and silent one. I was consumed with thoughts from my experience. Firkin felt my thoughts. Do not fear that you will be alerted at the right time and you will find yourself in the right place. I stepped into the hotel and glanced at my watch. It was ten past five in the morning. I could scarcely believe what had happened and I knew that others would find it hard to believe also. But I knew what I had to do. A fan. <laughs> A fan. Um, very mental. Mental. So this is from a book by George Adamski and he, this book is called Inside the Spaceships. Uh, he also wrote an earlier one um, about the meeting the Venusian guy, uh, the, the guy from Venus. What was the first one called? The Aliens Have Landed or something like that. He started off as a photographer and he had some pictures, some photos of flying saucers that were actually at the time deemed to be quite believable. Um, some people some people said that some of his other ones were definitely fakes, but he, he was this guy that like somehow accumulated some quite believable photos of flying saucers right um mm-hmm. and then then he i think started a cult for a little <laughs> for a little while well it was called um in 1934, he was a leader of a group called the Royal Order of Tibet, which th- there are orders of Tibets all over the world. Um, and uh, he kind of started becoming known as Professor George Adamski, even though like he didn't have a professorship. And uh, he he kind of grew this following as a bit of a, like a cult leader kind of a thing. Um, he once convinced a reporter that he had lived in the ancient monasteries of Tibet as a child and that he had learned great truths up there on the roof of the world. So he had this very kind of Eastern philosophy philosophy like outlook kind of a thing um he worked through the great depression in 1938 but then you see in post second world war america this kind of like uh, flying saucer thing kind of took off like with a great big kind of bang like sightings in the paper like every day well what people believed to be genuine sightings in the paper every day um mm-hmm. and he came into he came into possession of photographs that he said that he took himself um, and some of them were quite believable. So then he, yeah, he later on said that uh, <laughs> he described this meeting with a Venusian um, in November 1952 in a remote patch of the California desert. He came face to face with his supposed visitor from Venus. The beauty of his face form surpra- surpra- surpassed anything I had ever seen, Adamski wrote, and the pleasantness of his face freed me from all thought of my personal self. I felt like a little child in the presence of one with great wisdom and much love. The Venusian's flesh was soft as a baby's. 
weird. Adamski reported after they had touched palms, while his hair was sandy in colour and hung in beautiful waves to his shoulders, glistening more beautifully than any woman's I have ever seen. When the two finally got around to communicating, it became clear that the Venusian had come to deliver a message. Earthlings should stop messing around with atomic bombs, he told Adamski, before they destroyed their entire planet. To punctuate his point and to show that he had picked up at least one word of English, the alien added, boom, boom. What the fuck? This fella is mental. Like, <laughs> all, like fair enough with the message. Don't, I only agree with the bombs thing. Other than that, this fella is so self-absorbed, isn't he? Like, he's so like, they showed me and they had a lovely and they gave me a thing for my for my smoke and that like I could put the ashes yeah. in a receptacle because yeah. no one else there did and they, they I don't know they brought me to outer space and stuff but the girl was really pretty and she sat and she spoke to me and then they told me that I was the one that would have to tell the whole of the earth to listen guys calm down we need to protect it but I'm the one that could only deliver this message in two books because the message is so important sling your hook sling your hook I needed a few more dollars after the first book had sold so well so he was kind of a surprised a surprised celebrity because um, a lot of people followed him and a lot of people believed every word that he said and I think he made like quite a bit of money out of this you know like back in the time Um, there's like this is basically a synopsis of the whole the whole book um inside the spaceships uh he does go on for chapters and chapters kind of of what this wise old alien who's apparently a thousand years old says to him about there's a lot of eastern philosophy worn in through it that we are all one and he said that like all the other planets and all the other races from the other planets are peace loving and more um evolved than us in that way and when that we're kind of like the bad kid of the galaxy like we're the one that's fucking up the whole time and they were like if you do not stop you will die and they were like oh like they but they they also believe they also purport that it's like humans on other planets it's not even that we're like they're like weird like alien types or whatever they're like oh yeah there's humans on every planet in the galaxy and they have all these really evolved spaceships and they fly around the whole time on cruises kind of a thing visiting each other but we're like oh that place that you don't want to go on holiday we're kind of like tourmalinas back in the 90s oh we're the place that's like uh yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I really disappointed That's kind of disappointing. Oh God, we're just a su- we're just the souvenir shop that sells yeah, plastic yeah, titty yeah, tatty yeah. stuff. You, we're not the place. We're the place that you go like quietly with your family just to get the sun, but you don't even tell your friends and neighbors and stuff like that because you're a little bit embarrassed that you went there. And then you go, oh yeah, we went to um, we went to uh, the south of France to stay in a beautiful chateau when you were really like in Ibiza in like a crappy apartment, Do you know. Yeah, that's uh, very depressing. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, take you take that holiday. This was the 1950s, so I don't know. Like, if the if the boys came down again to visit us, like, say if they visited me or you, well, then obviously they would see like a higher evolution of the human psyche. Number one, but maybe we've improved. Maybe we've gone like on Airbnb, like from three stars to like four point five stars. I don't know. Do you have eyes and ears? Do you have all your senses? Can you look around you? And see 
the shit show that's going on. <laughs> I'd say they're like, that place is condemned. We're actually going to take away your one star. You're now a zero star We're a condemned resort. building. It's not safe yeah. to stay here. We are condemned. We are condemned. And I think if they came down to either me or you, I think I'd get a book out of it. You wouldn't because... Why? Because you're not that believable. Like I would... If I saw you on the news telling this, that story, I'd be like, crazy bitch. <laughs> you turn into you turn into a viral sensation like uh, type thing. And what? They'd be like, oh, that young man there is very believable. I, I believe that he visited a spaceship. Ha, and I'd drank, be 50-50. Ha, had drinks 50. in their... In their nice bar. Sorry. All the men, all the men were very sexy and they, uh, <laughs> they uh, came over to me with their rippling bodies and they were telling me all sorts of, all sorts of things. One of the men brought me over his shoulder into his uh, personal cabin and he told me in great detail about what was going to happen Okay, to right, this is turning into one of your, like, fucking phone Zoom sex kind of sessions. So we're going to leave it right there now. And you're going to join us after the break for a little bit of Ask Willie Anything. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yes, bitches, it's that time of the week again. It's that time of the week where we ask Willie anything. Boo, 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 boo. Y'all ready for this, William? <laughs> oh, once again, you guys never leave us down. You're actually so good because I had put a late shout out on and loads of people jumped on the Facebook group there. Um, so thanks so much for helping us out. And some of these are really gas. I'm going to start with Jen Hallbrow. Thanks, Jen. You're always writing into us here. William, what was your favourite TV show as a kid and as a teenager? Oh, 
thanks thanks for sending that in your question um my favorite show as a kid would have been the secret world of alex mack do you remember that oh my god no what's that what? No. Annie, come on. No, I didn't. But then Secret we didn't have Mac? we didn't have the channels. Was this on a British channel? Because we didn't. No, have it was like on RT, I think, or maybe it was when I got Sky and it was on Nickelodeon. Um, basically. Yeah, it was on Nickelodeon. You posh kid. You fucking oh, posh we, kid. We had cable. Um. <laughs> what was it about? A gay boy? No, no. Alex Mack was a girl, and she was an American oh. girl, and she got covered in this chemical from this um this like factory and the chemical gave her superpowers and she could uh, like turn herself into a puddle like a metallic puddle and like go <laughs> and move around or like she... the terminator yeah like yes the, terminator. the exact same <laughs> graphic and she could also shoot electricity from her fingers and she could also from um... her vag <laughs> <laughs> no from her fingers and she could also um, move things with her mind in the style of Prue Halliwell. Oh my God! This is where this is where the fucking this is where the fucking <laughs> obsession began. began. This is where it all began. Um, so that was your favourite. Okay, nobody knew that this man would be dancing in gay clubs later in his life. Jen also said, "You are both the greatest virtual besties." Thank you so much. You're so cute. Love you. Caroline WC says, "Will." If you could ask Annie anything, what would it be? I think you're looking for a fight, so you are. Thanks for your question. I would ask Annie, where do you get off? (laughs) Um, No, I would ask you, how do you get stains out of your knickers? What do you use? What do you use? Baking soda. (laughs) 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 Emily Jane's. (laughs) <laughs> Emily Jane said You've never seen my knickers Emily Jane says If you could have a dinner party With only dead famous people Who would you have? Six plus Annie Because I get to go to all the parties You need six dead famous people William Oh Jesus Now you're really putting me on the spot there now um, Yeah Six Dead famous people. Oh, this is this is crazy. Well, you're not remembering the one that should come to your mind straight away. Do you want me to help you out with the start of this, Will? Go on. Our queen mother, Whitney Houston. Oh no, she'd take over the table. Be singing and all after a few drinks. <laughs> hello, hello. I'd be like, will that one simmer down? Take I'd be like, Would you don't give her any more drink? And she'd be like, Hooray! Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> um, like that. Like, I wouldn't be able for that. No, I'd probably ask. Um, I'd probably ask dead famous people. Oh, this is a tough one, Annie. Now, I'd ask Michael Jackson just to be like, "What is up with you? You little creep." <laughs> like, what's sorry, the story with you? sorry. What is the fucking story yeah, with you? I think, like, I think I would, what is why? I think I would be a little. Bit, what's your fucking story? Um, <laughs> I'd have Lady Diana to let me know everything that would have happened in, in in the Royal Buckingham Palace. Everything, all the oh, scoop. Oh wow! Yes, I would ask. Oh, of course. Um, I was gonna no Elvis Presley. No, wouldn't be bothered with you. Sorry, love. Move along. <laughs> uh, I'd ask uh, Britney Spears' career. I'd ask that to come to the table. <laughs> Shade, 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 shade. Um, <laughs> but you have three other people, do I? 
Um, I'd yeah, ask, you have to have three other people. I'd ask Maya Angelo to come to the table because after a few drinks, she would say something very inspiring oh, and make us all cry. And be like, just my. And then, then when someone yes, was around yes. a flag break, we'd be like, isn't Maya just absolutely amazing? Like, smoking, talking about her. Um, and meanwhile, Whitney would be shouting at her from the other side. Fine, then Whitney's allowed to come just for the drama. She's allowed to come for the drama. Um, oh God, this is, it's a hard six. That's, that's a, five. That's five, it? Will. That's five. You've only got, yeah, if you're including poor Whitney, there's only one more to go. Your sex life? <laughs> Do you want your sex life to come and be like, hey, I remember you. What's your, I'm, I know you. I know that I've seen you somewhere before. Oh, there's something. Oh my god! No, I'd have to ask somebody who was killed in a mysterious circumstance or something to be like, be real oh, nosy and yeah. ask like, what's yeah, the story? Yeah, yeah. In reality, like you would be, you should probably be asking like the people from the sick or one of the people from the Diatlov Pass. Yes, go, can't remember their names. Yes, and then we could Very come cool. back with a Diatlov Pass, Pass Part Three, and we'd be like, the truth. Yeah. What happened on the hills? Very good. Well, you're yeah, thinking yeah, of ways yeah. to make money. I like because the f- the first five aren't going to make us a bobbin, not an absolute bobbin. Now, come here. Heather Bobby. Faulkner says, "Will, <laughs> Will, on what topic do you possess an uncanny amount of knowledge and could be considered an expert?" Girl, Heather, I think you're fucking snaking up the wrong tree here. Love the three of you, Annie, Will, and the Watcher. Ex- so, um, painting, painting, um, watercolor, palm, <laughs> palm trees. No, um, probably on how to work the grinder app. And then, other than that, uh, candle making, uh, candle making. I mean, I'm going to give you the first one. The candles, I don't think you're quite there yet, but with the grinder, absolutely. Denise says, would you rather be granted immortality, stop aging now and live forever like a vampire, vampire, or a really long life like an elf? (laughs) Eventually age and die, but it would take thousands of years. Oh, Denise, you're getting very technical about the different types of immortal beings. Yeah, very. There's definitely the vampire. Stop aging now. And yeah. live forever as a vampire. I'd say, Denise, if you had written in that question else. to us about 10 years ago, then it might have helped him out. Alison yeah, Scott Denise, says. I do think maybe <laughs> 10 years ago would have been better. <laughs> he wants to be an elf, Denise. Maybe it's strange today, girl. Alison Scott says, have you, have you had any more driving lessons? I passed last year at age 41 and it's made life a million times easier despite me internally rolling my eyes every time someone told me that before. Oh, Alison, well done. Um, well done, Alison. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have. I've completed all my driving lessons and I'm just waiting on my full test now. So hopefully there's a big backlog here in Ireland. Um, hopefully I will get a date soon and then be able to finally go for my full test and maybe pass it although it's quite rare to pass it the first time but sure we'll see hopefully you will get a date again sooner I'll tell you one thing it'll be grown over David Mills says Will if you could ask yourself anything what would it be what would you like to share with us oh David's always going for the psychological little kind of oh, prod so he is mm. thanks for your question David mm. If I could ask myself anything, it would be, um, I don't fucking know, David. (laughs) Uh, I'd ask myself, why did you waste so much money on absolute bollocks? Why have you, why have you spent absolute bollocks on uh, Share? Do you believe, CD? 
could have saved it up. <laughs> Why did you spend so much money on uh, step single CDs when you were younger? Why did you think you were a witch when you were 12? Oh. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you were wrong. I think you were onto something there. De- Deborah K. Lambert Finch says, what's the best gift that you have ever received? Oh, thanks, Deborah. The best gift I've ever received is probably a holiday to Rome, which was absolutely gorgeous. I got that for my birthday once. You're absolutely welcome, Will, and I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. Oh my Sean- God, the day you bring me to a holiday, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll be like, where's Jesus? I want to meet him because I'm obviously dead in heaven. Well, if I want to have a holiday, it's actually to get away from you. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, pull the other one, it's got bells on it. <laughs> Carlos Callazo says, Sean Ellis, oh no, sorry, this was an answer to Sean's question. Sean Ellis says, William, alien anal probes, pro or con? <laughs> well, the pros and the cons of getting it like. Well, I mean, it would it be, I guess he's trying to say like, would it be a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, um, it would definitely be a bad thing, you absolutely <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> These people, I think we've just collected a, 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 like mm-hmm. a, people who are like sexually, have sexual fetishes. Yeah, any, I think we? Carlos, I think Carlos is like um, messaging us on FB from prison somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> probably. And it's glad that they let you on to talk to your friends for an hour. Listen, I'm going to stop there then. But, but what about, they could be like, if it depends on the type of alien. Could be those Nordic aliens. And then I'd be like, yeah, all right, no bother. <laughs> if it's one of the well, cretin reptilian ones, no thanks. Not today. Move I've along. seen you, I've seen you drop your knickers for less. Janique Leslie Calderon says, Will darling, with Halloween 7 coming up, what's your costume this year? What would be your dream costume if money wasn't an option? Like, what would you slay in? Oh, oh my goodness. Thanks, Janique. Um, well, I suppose with lockdown and stuff, there hasn't really been like any big parties planned and all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Um, but, but I would, I'd like, I used to though. We used to kind of dress up a lot when we were for Halloween. Yes, um, we But did. not, we not did. anymore, Remember which the is Halloween? actually quite sad. Um, it is, yeah. Remember th- when we used to go out, Will, when we were people who went out to places? Yeah. Um, remember the year I was Amy Winehouse and you... <laughs> You were you were Puffy the Vampire Lair. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I dressed up as Puffy, Puffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, oh, it was absolutely gas. You had a blonde wig on and you actually thought you were a gorgeous. Like, you thought you Do were you gorgeous. Do you know what? I'm going to put the picture up on our Patreon for everyone put to them see. Up. You can go please, to it. Please, um, actually gas. I dream costume would be full on drag, professional makeup done, professional yes. hair, professional oh. outfit, like padding the work snatched. Yes. And I would let you have it, Henty. I would love to see you in full on. I would, actually would be a dream for me to see you in full on drag. I'm getting very like Gigi kind of vibes from you. I think you would go for that kind of fashion bitch, like waif kind of look. I think you'd be gorgeous. Mm. Absolutely oh, gorgeous. Thank you. Thank I mean, you can make a silk purse out of a sozier, lads. Amanda Longton says, exactly what do you do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> Amanda, you leave him off because I can't be dealing with that. First of all, I wouldn't be on the boat with him because I got seasick. 
It would be horrendous. <laughs> I would be like an absolute demon. Boy, he gets pissed and I vomiting over the side of it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like, think you'd be doing much. I'm gone. I'm absolutely gone. I'd be on the li- lifeboat, gone back. I'd be like, my hair would be blown in the wind as I headed for the coast and I'd leave him <laughs> off. The relationship would be over. Absolutely over. Um, Melanie says Will Oh another Halloween question What does your ideal Halloween night look look like If there wasn't COVID Ideal Melanie Thank you so much for your question My ideal Halloween would be I'm living in America I have a big house Mm -hmm. It's done up to the nines With Halloween stuff I have loads of the neighbours coming over. I'm dressed up in full-on drag eleganza. I have a spooky playlist on in the background. I have um, I have like a fog machine after creating a carpet of uh, clouds on the floor. I have uh, <laughs> surprise pop-out people that would come out and just go, and then would you like a drink? <laughs> and um, I'd be going around like uh, like a rich bitch, being like, oh, my husband will be home in a minute, and. He He's bringing extra drinks for you guys. Um, if you want to follow me, we have the poolside area done out like really spooky, hokey, hokey. Um, follow me, you guys. I'd have like full catering and I'd have Annie to take the coats at the door. No. But you're not to move from the front door. <laughs> oh, you're not actually allowed at the party. You would actually have me there in a, like an actual puppy costume. <laughs> While you were looking like a glorious drag queen, you'd have me there in a, like an actual dog costume. Because that's how you treat me. Not just on Halloween, any day of the fucking year. And finally, Will, like Root says, you wouldn't like Root, says Root says, Root says, what's your favourite fucking flavour pot noodle? Roots. Now, come on now. We all know that they're <laughs> terrible for you. What are you doing even bringing this up? But if I have to say, it would just be the chicken and mushroom one because I wouldn't touch it. Oh my God, they're the only they're one so that I can bad. relate. They're <laughs> terrible. Now, Root, don't be telling me that you're eating them every, like, at 12 o'clock every day or something because you need to look at the mirror and say, this is not right. I'm going to change no, it up. No, it's not right. They're it's not. It's not right and it's not it's not okay. It is not okay. God almighty. Friday oh my brother and your boys man out to eat. Then you stayed out. You had the curry one for free. Yes you did. If six and all it oh. went out. <laughs> then for you real cheap. <laughs> Cause only two you had dinner. I found your credit card for sea. You eating pot noodles, chicken and mushroom. You had a curry one as well. Must have been an offer on for you to eat them. Don't you dare come back to me. No, please. We're after inviting. We he invited Whitney to the fucking party, and now she is not ever going to go home. But wait a minute, you better something put the else. Instrumental to that song. To the back of this. <laughs> I can't, Will. I can't. YouTube violation. <laughs> wait a minute, Roisin. Somebody asked me this week: Was Roisin a real person? Oh, somebody on the Patreon, and I just want to say, I just want to say, do you think I would treat? A real person like this. Roshan, get your fucking arse over here this minute. I am sick. You've been down there eating pot noodles, watching EastEnders on telly while I've been up here recording. Yeah, well, you're late for the news. Hand it to, hand it to me and remove yourself. Hand it to me and remove yourself. 
Oh, your extensions are rotten, by the way. Beep, oh beep, 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 beep. Alabama man says he stole a vehicle because God told him to do it. Beep, 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 beep. Yes, an Alabama man accused of stealing a vehicle from a fire station announced his candidacy for mayor, flirted with a reporter and admitted to stealing the vehicle with God's help, all within the span of less than a minute. A video shot by the Fox-affiliated TV station in Mobile, Al- Mobile Alabama shows Jeffrey McCanns being escorted being escorted out of the police station. McCanns, who was charged with stealing a marked Richard Pritchard fire rescue vehicle, introduces himself to the cameras and says he is, in inverted commas, running for mayor of Mobile, Alabama, baby, Close inverted commas. When asked by a female reporter why McCann supposedly stole the vehicle, he tells her he wouldn't have stole it. Open inverted commas. If I had a woman like you, like you he clarifies oh that he allegedly stole the vehicle because God told him to. And guess what? God helps me do everything, McCann says, as an officer escorts him into a police vehicle. I steal everything, man. I steal your heart, baby. <laughs> but McCann was, was not finished there. I wish I was so confident walking out in handcuffs. God helps me do everything, good and bad, he says in the video. He helps me get away from the police, but not this time. The camera then pans to show another man in handcuffs being escorted into the same vehicle. When a reporter asks him if he was involved in the alleged auto theft, McCann's pipes up and says, No, I did it, man. He didn't do shit. I did everything. McCann says he will steal a police car, in inverted commas, after he's released from custody. The station also reported Thursday that McCann's is being held at Mobile County Metro Jail on charges of first-degree theft and first-degree burglary. Well, I wish him all the best with his God-induced stealing spree and I hope he gets something very nice for himself now the next one because he's a Christian man well he's a Christian man he's doing it for God he's a kind man at heart <laughs> he's a good fella really you know he's a, he's a good uh, he's a bit of a drinker <laughs> he'd be a bit of a drinker I'd mm. say he'd be a bit of a meth smoke I'd say a little bit of crystal meth there and I, I don't know I'm just kind of thinking you know like when you usually go stealing stuff it's usually after a little bit of a toke on your pipe and you're like hey let's go for it yeah in fairness yeah and I mean like, who hasn't done crystal meth, had cocaine up their nose and drank loads and then gone off and <laughs> said, being really confident. I mean, who hasn't? Come on, guys. It's usually a Monday or Tuesday starting into the week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty normal at this stage. It's the equivalent of having a nice tea. You know. Oh my God! I wish I had the confidence of him coming out of jail. I just I wish I had, I had that confidence going around in my daily life. Like, imagine the amount of shit you'd get done. I know if you only had the same amount of confidence as you have, that's as the amount of thickness of your thick brass neck on you. I tell you, you'd be up in the <laughs> fucking clouds. I'd be like, Annie, would you come down? Oh yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. I know you call me a peasant. Do you want to come down? Thank you. I don't know where this um, thick neck thing you have about me came out of, but I can tell you one thing. I have a very delicate and swan-like neck. And on that, I'll thank you not to be passing comments on my appearance. All right. <laughs> that wraps it up for this week, lads. And thanks so much for joining in and for all of your questions. And uh, now Will is going to take his hand out of his pants, do some work and give you the socials. Hi, it's me again. No, don't check that out. <laughs> You can 
follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and all the links are actually in the show notes of today's episode and if you would like more you can get an extra bonus episode every Wednesday which is called Motu Weird Wednesdays and uh, just follow the link there in our Patreon in the show notes and you can sign up if you wish for loads and loads and loads of episodes at this point absolutely listen I would think though there's absolutely not hundreds but hundreds of hours worth for sure for sure yeah it's a good deal in there it's now. a good deal of absolute tripe now lads I'm not but like you'll have a little laugh at it I mean we never solve any problems we probably just make more for the world but I don't know I mean we're only experts in candle making and grinder profiles that's just will I'm an expert in nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to write in your grinds your gears to the Patreon and Motu Weird Wednesdays will be back with you next Wednesday. Until then, stay safe, my loves. Join us next week for more mysteries of the unexplained. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.